God damn it. It's, uh, you know, it's new equipment here, uh, Charlie. And it's where it's, is here? Uh, Milwaukee. You're in Milwaukee. Okay. Yes, I, now, have a, I have a new piece of equipment. I have the uh, Roadcaster Pro 2. What? <gasps> Shut up. I didn't even know there was a Roadcaster Pro 2. It, there is. And here's the story behind it. I ordered it as soon as it came out because I believe that Road is one of those companies, sort of like Apple, that has actual human beings that <laughs> think about their products <laughs> and they use their own products so that they come into little hiccups and they go, oh, you know what? We should have this toggle this way or have it turn off this way. This would be a better way to do things. And they make the product elegant in mm-hmm. its user interface. They're very good. They're an Australian company. They invented this category of sort of mixer, podcast recorder, live event, audio hub. And so the Roadcaster itself had been the industry standard for the last four years. Yeah. And then they said, okay, hold our beer. We've been waiting. Like, you got to come up with an update. You got to fix this and this and this. There's a few things it didn't have. So they came out with the Roadcaster 2. I got it immediately. And I quickly became frustrated that I didn't know the way it worked. And I went and returned like an idiot. But then I said, then I said, then I said, you know what? Let me give it another try. So I've got it back now and it is glorious. However, I'm still learning the ins and outs. So with that chart, you can't hear this music because I need a different kind of dongle. But I know that I know that you would sing along with me. So here we go. All right, and now we say a proper good morning to Paul Charchian. How you doing, Charch? I'm doing great. Good morning, Zabe. Uh, I'm excited for your new hardware. I love new hardware. The Roadcaster's the coolest. This is, I'm very jealous right now well, that just, you've won up to me in, in hardware. Well, just get one. It's very simple. I mean, just order it. They're out there. You're a man of means. You have a trailer. You have things. You work for a living. <laughs> but I, I, but I can I do. drop $700 on a Roadcaster too. Sure, why not? Bro, you're in for 17 grand on the camper. You could be in for 700 on the Roadcaster. You can actually <laughs> you can actually take it with you and and podcast and do content creation on off the grid. That's true. All you need is a a power brick, okay? Now here's what's funny. So this Roadcaster can run off of USB-C delivered power. That's the new cable yes. input. It's not a proprietary yes. charging uh, charger, that which is great, okay? But <clears throat> you need a power brick that delivers 15 volts, 2 amps. That is more than most power bricks. Yeah, you can't, you can't use your iPhone on that. No, well, you, you could. It would just charge it real fast. But it's got high capacity voltage, and that's what it needs to ch- to run this Roadcaster Pro Two. They don't sell very many of these high voltage power bricks that are small enough to put in your backpack. And I went to Amazon because a YouTuber said, "Hey, here's one that'll actually power your Roadcaster Pro Two from yeah. anywhere." One hundred and seventy nine dollars. Oh come on. I can't that's absurd. Not. Uh, that, that's what I said. And so I need to do more investigating. Those who are tech nerds out there listening, email me, Zabe at Yahoo.com. Is there a cheaper alternative to a 15-volt, 2-amp uh, brick that can power this? And then, then you're fully unhooked from the world. It's great. You just go anywhere. You go sit in the middle of the woods looking for your dog in your camper with your lovely wife. 
and then you do a podcast. Yay. I love it. I love it. That's right. that's cool. Now, obviously, it comes with one, but if you want another one, another adapter, then yeah. you need to pony up for this. Yeah, it comes with a it comes with a plug-in uh, sort of connector. So you plug it in three-prong into a into a electrical outlet, then it converts it down to the necessary wattage to run it. So that said, we got a busy show today. Let's get to it. Uh, Tears of a clown. Nick Saban in the media. Haircut of credibility. Injury analysts. Bobby Wagner tackle, uh, greatest sports prank ever, hmm. Billy Zappi, Mac Jones separated at birth, Loretta Lynn, Lilo's wow. Christmas movie, Saquon Barkley and the demise of RB1, plus Snyder photo with Jerry Jones. That's a busy schedule, so we better Holy get to cow. it. Holy cow, yes. Right, exactly. And, yeah, then, anything, jump and in. then anything you want to riff on, Charge. All right, fantastic. All right, tears of a clown, as I do... In the football season, I waited till week four. I said, all right, I want to see a quarter of the season or close, and then I will put the teams into tiers. Not not power rankings. That's stupid. One through 32. <laughs> oh, the Jets moved up three spots today from 25 to 22. Ah, who cares? <laughs> I put them into tiers, okay? So here we are. All right. I got five tiers. I got the elite tier. I've got the dangerous every week tier. Then I've got the, nah. I'm not buying it tier. Then I've got the severely flawed tier. Then I've got the masquerading awfulness tier. <laughs> <laughs> Those teams are just awful, but they're masquerading as, well, maybe they're not terrible. And then I got the going nowhere tier. We don't have any deplorables yet. Nobody's is, in the bottom tier. No, I, normally I label my lowest tier the deplorables. Just... Mm teams that you spit their name out because they are deplorable so here we go without now, further ado yeah go ahead before can i, 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 I want to just before you even get into the tiers, and I, I i care uh what the most of the most of the people that do the tiers, what bothers me is they're too driven by wins and losses and not the quality of wins and quality of losses and they basically just start by going, okay, highest winning percentage at the top, lowest winning percentage at the bottom. That right. means Houston, you're automatically last. And I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's, those are people who to me are being lazy and they're not watching a lot of football and they're just going, well, I'm looking at the, you know, sooner or later, it's all about wins. I'm just going to put them in order by wins. I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So here all we right. go. The elite tier contains three teams right now. All right. You want to see if you can name the three teams? Yes, I, I do. In the top uh, well, shelf. Philadelphia. Go. Philadelphia Ding. is 100% in, and that's an easy one, I believe. Ding. Buffalo has to be in. Ding. The third one, uh, you on. wouldn't go with the team I would Come go with. On, I bet. George. I bet you're going to put Kansas City as that of team. Of course I am. Yes. You would Patrick not put, Mahomes. You would not put them there. I. You know what? I'm... I, I'm close. I don't have a problem with them being there, but there's another team that I think is a sneaky top tier team. But we'll it. talk about that in the next tier. Well, all right. Uh, since you want to put them on that tier, I want to hear it. The, the San Francisco 49ers. Ah, uh -huh. yeah. Yes. Uh, they have the best. They've got the best defense in the league, the power running game, Devo Samuel breaking open plays. They just got they got so many ways they can beat you. And now yeah, the quarterback's not requisite of top tier or anything, but I don't care. 
you know, this is a team that, you know, when, when, when that, when that thing's clicking, like it was last night, right, man, you just, you, you, they just turn opponents feeble and I love it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I was thinking about the Niners and of course I have to factor in what I call the error of recency. Human beings by nature believe the last thing they saw, they don't believe Correct. everything that they have ever seen. So the last thing we saw just a minute ago was the Niners laying waste to the Rams, which they do in the regular season all the time, except for that one oops hiccup in the playoffs last year, which cost them. But the Niners now are back to the quarterback, like the girlfriend that a guy in a movie ditches because she's a little too plain or a little <laughs> too boring, and they go chase the prettier girl who's really a bitch. And yes. then they end up back with the girl they were meant to be with. I believe Jimmy Garoppolo is absolutely the girl they were meant to be with. He does not suck. Yeah. He's just not a unicorn. But they've got, like you said, plenty enough elsewhere to make up for it. So let him drive your bus as a bus driver all the way to a fucking parade. Keep in mind, 49ers were a dropped gimme interception. Uh, away from going to the Super Bowl, you know their safety in the a NFC Championship game had a had a had a basically a punt in the form of an interception bounce off his chest, and that, otherwise the Niners would have been in the Super Bowl, and maybe they would have won the Super Bowl. And yeah, I'm with you. The 49ers to me that's that was a tier one team. I like the 49ers. Funny you should mention that. I actually pulled that highlight. Uh, I, it's Jaquaski Tart. Yes. <laughs> what yes. A great name, Jaquaski. <laughs> and I pulled it, and I guess it's on my computer at home. But oh, thank you, YouTube. Here we go. Pressure tonight. Stafford airs it out. Jefferson downfield. He's picked. No, dropped. Unbelievable. How about that? Dropped by Jaquaski Tart, and he cannot believe it. So it was such a bad drop that the great yes. Joe Buck called it an interception because it was pretty much triple <laughs> coverage and it was coming down like a fucking punt. Yes. Yep. All you had to do was make no, that play. Yeah, nine and minutes. Niners, nine Niners fours are in the Super Bowl. Not, well, probably. 9.47 left in the game. Niners up 17 to 14. And he dropped it at about the minus 35 so yeah but okay. he had room to run after that and it, yeah. and it hit him in the worst place possible a db it hit him in the hands yeah that's that's why he's not playing wide receiver there you go okay so the niners are on my second tier the dangerous every week tier the packers are on that tier at three and one the dolphins are on that tier with an asterisk because well two is not going to play until yeah. the until the twitter neurologists calm the fuck down then they'll come back in. <laughs> uh, then I put then I put the Ravens there in the second tier because they're two and two, but they fucking threw away two games basically. Well, they did, and they've got the worst defense in the league statistically. The Ravens do. So Allowing they're overcooked. The they're. Over, I'm okay. telling you, the Raven, the Ravens this year, Lamar Jackson is the only thing working on that team, right. and that's what's going to make them vulnerable, like they were last week when Lamar Jackson doesn't style you with. Crazy highlight plays. The Ravens, the rest of that Ravens roster just isn't that dynamic. So I don't know. That's I'm I'm nervous about that Ravens team. All right. Then I've got the I'm not buying it tier, which would be the Cowboys at three and one. Still mm -hmm. not buying it. Vikings three and one. Buccaneers Great. two and two. And the Rams two and two. 
can we get the Chargers into that spot? The Chargers are in can the I flawed category, which is next. The next tier down. The Chargers live there because they're so injured. And they just seem to know how to lose games in dumb ways. It's like in their <laughs> fucking DNA. It might be the curse of Spanos for taking them out of San Diego that, that they're, they're this way. Uh, can I convince you to put Cincinnati into this group? They are in this. They are in this group. By the way, the Chargers, I call them the Toby Flenderson of the NFL. Hmm. You know why? Because yeah. you look at them like Michael Scott and Deadpan. Why are you the way you are? With <laughs> dripping contempt, right? Because they should fucking be good. Why are you Chargers the way you are? Uh, the Bengals are two and two. They're a flawed team. Now, what do you think is the Bengals' flaw? Well, the Bengals' flaw to this point has been their offensive line, which has been a disaster, and it's picked up just where it left off in the Super Bowl. But they put all that equity and all these great, proven great players on the line. We've seen this in the past where it takes a few weeks to get all the moving parts to operate together. Last week, it started to come together for that offensive line. And when that happens, now you've got a killer offense and – You've got a good, not great, but you got a good defense, and that might be enough for Cincinnati. It's why I'm optimistic on that team. I, I think I'm buying low on All Cincinnati right, right now. Uh, on the fourth tier with the Bengals and the Chargers include the two and two Titans, hmm. the two and two Browns, the two and two Broncos, the two and two Jaguars, and actually two one and three teams that I don't think are quite that bad yet: the Raiders good. and the Lions. The yeah. Raiders and the Lions, I don't think, are quite as bad as one and three right now. Lions have scored the most points in the NFL, if I'm correct. I mean, yeah, this they're, is, they're this screaming is right now. Insane. Yes. Right. I mean, you know, that. how about the Lions and Seahawks combining for 95 points last year? That was fantastic. 93 points. <laughs> that, awesome. That was <laughs> Christmas. That was Christmas come early for fantasy players. It really was. I loved it. And Detroit has played. Detroit's played has played shockingly well, and I think if, if all they are is like a couple of defensive stops away from being a much better team than they've looked to this point, and having a much better being being a three and one team, they led the Vikings for fifty nine minutes of the Vikings game. They almost came back and beat the Eagles. They've played the Eagles as close as anybody has. Right. There's a, I'm with you on this. Detroit deserves more respect than their record would suggest at one and three. Now we're down to the fifth tier, and I had called this the masquerading awfulness tier. I'm changing the name. It just came to me. I'm going to call this one the Glade plug-in tier because <laughs> this is a <laughs> these teams are a big shit in a small powder room, but there's a Glade <laughs> plug-in that makes you go, there is something That's decent smelling so in here. so bad. Yeah. The two and two bears are in this category. The two and two Falcons are in this category. The three and one Giants are in this category. The two and two Seahawks, the two and two Cardinals, the one and three Steelers, the one and three Patriots, and the one, two, and one Colts. I'm gonna I'm gonna quibble with two of them. First of all, Chicago's offense is so bad. I don't think we can include them in this in this conversation yet. So the Glade plug-in has up. has even run out on that. They belong no, in the has. bottom. Two. And by the way, those run out fast. The first day <laughs> I, I tried one of those once, the first day they're great. And they're like, hey, this thing is fantastic. Like three days later, it's doing nothing. <laughs> it's it's a it's, total ripoff. It's mildly electrified anti-poo scent. <laughs> tell me, tell me why the terrorists hate us. We have first world problems. We have we have electric powered anti poo smell stuff. <laughs> exactly. Jesus exactly. Christ. All right, the now, second quibble. The, well, the other team, 
the Pittsburgh Steelers. So yeah. they're 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 already struggling a lot. They got the changing quarterback. Sad Trombonski is out. And now they're going to Kenny Pickett, who's going to learn on the job against Buffalo loss, Tampa loss at Miami loss at Philadelphia loss. Yeah. That team, that team is not going to win another game. Then they go on by that team's not going to even sniff a victory yeah. until week 10 against the saints at the earliest. That team is in Steelers. They're right. in bad shape. Then I've got the going nowhere tier, which would include the saints at one and three, the commies at one and three, the Texans at Oh, three and one and the Panthers at one and three. None of those teams are going anywhere. I want to believe the Panthers are going to be better. And they were one of my sneaky teams in the preseason because I love their defense and their defense has been great, but their offense is so bad and their coaching is terrible. Matt rule should be the first coach out. He won't be, but he should be the first coach out. And Baker Mayfield is apparently no better than Sam Darnold was. And it's uh, the offense just can't get anything going, but their defense is their defense is playing extremely well. Just, they just can't, you know, you saw, I think you've seen the record. You see the stack go by Matt rule has uh, he's like one in 24. If the opponent scores 17 or more points. Oh my God. That's bad. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Get, to, get yeah. to 17 and away you go. There was two stats that I uncovered yesterday here on the podcast with uh, my guy getter that I want you to know. I want to, I want to see if you saw these, you probably did. You see everything. And you had thoughts on two rushing stats that blew my mind. Number one, the Buccaneers ran six times for negative three yards as a team. <laughs> right? I got that right, right? That uh, Fournette, I believe that is correct. Fournette, that is Fournette, Fournette had three carries for negative three yards, and yes. the other back had six carries for six it, yards, I think. Yes, and that brings – so there was three positive yards, so they they netted three yards. Yes, right. One back, I forget who it was, had six, uh, six yeah. for six. Rashad White, yes. Yeah, Rashad, 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 Rashad with a C-H, White. <laughs> uh, and that, that blew my mind. The other thing that blew my mind was the Texans only gave the ball to uh, – what's his name? The, the, the August sensation. Uh, Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce. I was, like, looking at the box score going – is this the whole, like you only handed off to him for yeah. the whole game? Not the a whole single, game. not a single other running back got a carry. There was no I quarterback scramble. There was no quarterback scramble. There was no jet sweep to a wide receiver. I'm like, this is it? What the fuck are you? You know, we're driven by the search for better. When it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't help you just hire faster. 93% of employers agree. Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Zabe. Just go to Indeed.com slash Zabe right now and support the show by saying you heard about it right here on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Zabe. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Doing, lovey.
Oh, no, I loved it. I loved it. Damian Pierce, oh, fantasy guys, this is what we dream for. I mean, we're, we're always battling well, the committee course. backfield. Yeah. There's no committee backfield. Damian Pierce got 100% of the carries. I love it. How 131 often? yards and a touchdown. That's my guy. Every single box score from every single NFL season in the last 10 years, how many times do you think that profile was hit? Less than once a year. I bet this is once every five years. Exactly. That there's one ball Unheard carrier. Of. Right. Yes. One one that, guy that carries it, the ball. That's it. And it means your quarterback never even had a scramble, which is, right. you know, that's, that's the other X factor on that. Extraordinarily rare. Yeah. And uh, and the other thing about that was notable about week number four is that we had a scoregami. You're aware of scoregamis, right? I am. Yeah. I, it, was it the 90? Was it the 93 pointer? Yes, it was. 48, 43 or 40. 4845 4845 yep. is it yep. is and was a scoregami the like 1039th unique score in NFL history whoever decided to start keeping that database god do i love you yeah brilliant it's <laughs> good stuff I, all right i love it all right let's talk nick saban this was him getting worked up at his presser on monday over a question of hey you had to go to a backup quarterback last week and who knows about bryce young if he's going to be available this week are you going to put in a special package of plays for your backup against Texas A&M, here was the Nictator's answer. Just given that, is there a thought of maybe putting a package together for him regardless of Bryce's injury status? We already have one. So. Do you want us to put a new one together now just because he might play or use the old one? What a dick, by the way. You can't you can't hear that. And I, I can't hear it. No, I but can't hear it. He said, we already have one. And then he said, <laughs> do you want us to put a new one together in case we don't use the old one? Just being a sarcastic <laughs> ass He's dick. such an ass. <laughs> he is such an ass. See, and I like Nick Saban. However, I don't think he fully appreciates how hard it is to ask at least decent questions that elicit decent answers from coaches who are notoriously paranoid and guarded and draped in cliches. He has no appreciation. Like he should have to sit on the other side of the mics from himself and try to come up with something good. It's, 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 it's Belichick 2.0, right? This is what Belichick has been doing for years where he give he you you can ask whatever you want and he will give you the biggest dick answers he can yep. possibly come up with off the top of his head. Right. And he's become the master of it right now. Not only does he not tell you anything of consequence, but he makes the reporters feel like an ass for asking. Right. No matter how no matter how you phrase it, no matter how you know how benign you try to make it be, it doesn't matter. Belichick Saban will turn will turn your question against you to such a fashion that you question your own abilities as a journalist. Right. And you know what? He also doesn't like it when media don't adopt the same stance as he and the coaches of holy shit. We have Southeast Louisiana tech this weekend. How are we going (laughs) to ever win this game? If the journalists aren't writing it up, like this is going to be a tilt for the ages. He gets pissed off. Like, Oh, you think we're just going to come on in and waltz through this game? Uh, Yeah, coach. You are. We've covered you playing (laughs) these teams. You fucking eviscerate them. So don't ask me <laughs> to adopt your t- I'm not a coach. I'm a media member. All right. Uh, Lou Holtz was the master of that. When he was at Notre Dame in the 80s, what is this, the 80s, early 90s, 
every opponent was the best opponent he's ever seen. Sure. History of college football. Whoever he's whoever he's playing next week was the best team that Lou Holtz had ever played against. Right. Cut four. Haircut of credibility. Aaron Rodgers' haircut is absolutely getting roasted on social media. People have compared his look to that of a rock hopper penguin. Shaved sides, <laughs> shaved back, long flowing locks on top. When he puts a hat on, it looks weird as shit. Some people are like, I don't care. I don't want to talk about this. This is dumb. And I'm like, you got to talk about it because it's a weird haircut. Do you it's think it's super weird? It, yeah. Dave, it looks it looks like I mean the part about him where he like tucks it behind the ears and it's all shaved everywhere else, but he's got the long strands going behind his ears. It's almost like he's wearing like headphones right. or something. It's so it's it's very odd. And people say, What does it matter? And I and I say, Well, it makes it shakes one's faith just a bit. It rattles you a little bit about the decision making of the guy who is so important to your franchise. <laughs> and, and and I've had this discussion. They go, oh, that's ridiculous. And I go, okay, okay, okay. Well, let me do this. If he were to shave himself a George Jefferson haircut, in other words, yes. the bald horseshoe of shame, and if he said, no, I like it like this, then would you feel the same? And usually when I say that argument, people go, ah, oh, well, that's totally ridiculous. He would never, and I go, da, 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 da. <laughs> this haircut is as dumb as giving yourself a George Jefferson. <laughs> My opinion. Haircut well, of credibility. Also, let's bear in mind that I think if I were in his shoes and I have dated, let's see here, um, Olivia Munn. Right, ding. Uh, Kelly Danica Rohrbach. Pat oh, I don't even know Danica who that is. Danica Patrick. Right. Shailene Woodley. Okay. Right. Um, who am I? Am I forgetting anybody? Is that the list right well, there? Well, the current girlfriend we think is this woman, Blue of Earth. Oh, who, right. Blue of yeah. Earth. She's now, hot. As, she's hot as shit, but she's weird, though. She's a flower child, but he's weird as well. So is he. I yeah. mean, I think that's probably why that's probably why they get along so well. Um, it always feels like to me that they keep leaving him. And so maybe he shouldn't just take for granted that he can do any haircut he wants. Yeah. You know, at some point. There's a, there's a stage at which if you're going to keep dating 10 out of 10s, they got options too, and they don't got to be seen with that haircut. Exactly. By the way, real quick, f just crossing this morning, page six, New York Post, Tom and Giselle apparently shopping for divorce lawyers. So it is on. Wow. You it, think it, you it think that's on. legit? Yeah. Yes, I do. She was what do you suppose that that prenup has to look like the New York City phone book? It's got to be. A thousand pages deep, right? Gotta be a doozy. All the assets that they each brought to that. And for sure, when they got married, Giselle's worth was like 10x right. his. Right. But so, you know, you, know, you know what I once had a divorce attorney tell me about prenups? He's like, you know what I call those? I go, no, what? He goes, a good place to start. <laughs> That's just the beginning of the global like, hour. He's like, yes. pre prenups are what I built my business on. Like the first thing you do as an attorney is to try to dig into the prenup and find ways to disqualify it or yeah, but it or, mm -hmm. you know, negotiate against it. Like, well, technically it says this. You would think a prenup would be very easy. Like, this is my shit. That's his shit. We're fucking splitting. It's not That's that right. simple, my friend. Not that simple. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, cut four. Bobby Wagner tackle of the protester. In uh, San Francisco, the guy with the uh, pink uh, smoke bomb and 
Uh, clearly no tan lines for the last 50 years or 20 years of his life. A, y- a youngish looking soy boy with no muscles and not much athletic, athletic ability getting laid out by Bobby Wagner. And how about the fact that Peyton and Eli were allowed to show it when normally the rule is yes. you never, ever show those guys. Right, right. And it, it, they decided that for whatever, and I like that. The, first of all, I understand why they don't do it because you don't want to. You don't want to give those people a platform, right? Correct. So I totally get that. But that's kind of what I want in the whole Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. Yes. Peyton Manning cast. I I want to see all that stuff. I want all those things that I wouldn't normally see. So I love that they addressed it. Now they kept calling him a streaker. No. And that means their streaking's a whole whole different streaking than I know what streaking is. Yeah, he's I'm just like, shirtless, is what he is. Here's the audio. He, here's the. Was 10 he seconds. even shirtless? Here's the ten seconds of audio. You can't hear it. Here you go. Oh, yeah. There he is. This. There he is. Nice. Yes. Oh yes. 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 That's what we're talking Wagner. about. Wagner, Peyton Manning says. veteran, right? Get him down. Now get out <laughs> and tackle. let these guys take over. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Do you think they let Eli and Peyton show it and comment on it because hashtag content? For yes, them, that's a, they're like hashtag yes, content. Okay. Absolutely, because they know that those guys will riff on it and turn it into a bit. Now, have you heard Kevin Harlan's call? Because he's legendary for these kinds of calls. I have not and heard it yet, but he is fantastic. There's an idiot on the field. He's zigging. He's zagging. Oh, he just got <laughs> laid out by Bobby Wagner. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now, for Wagner, it was it, he couldn't have made the tackle look easier. And as I'm thinking to myself, any if I've ever thought that I could absorb an NFL tackle, I look at I look at that that hit and I go, okay, I'm the soy boy in this scenario, and I'm running around <laughs> trying to trying to do my animal rights bid or whatever. And Wagner just ba- he basically just just tucked a shoulder into him and he crumpled completely. Yeah. And I'm like, now that probably would have been me if that if that if I had been that guy. Sure. Happy anniversary to the greatest sports prank maybe of all time. 30 years ago today, the Blue Jays raffled off Derek Bell's car right there on the AstroTurf <laughs> of Skydome in front of him as they showed him looking on in shock, confusion, <laughs> and horror. Like, you're what? That's my car. Have you seen? Have you no, seen the clips? I've never, I've never heard of this. This oh is amazing. Oh my God, Charge! Look it up. It's the anniversary today. The Blue Jays rolled out Derek Bell's car, and, and it's like, his real car. It's, it's, it's his, his legit car. car. It's this ugly-looking green SUV with tricked-out rims, and his face is like, "What? What's going on?" You're raffling this off. His that teammates. is brilliant. Yeah, so his, they weren't. So they didn't legitimately no, raffle it. No, I they assume. faked it. They faked it. Oh, but he, but it, it so came great. out onto the field. He didn't know about it. His teammates were pissing their pants, laughing. Oh, Classic that stuff. is fantastic. I, can I tell you what I think is the greatest sports prank of all time? Do tell. All right, this goes back about twenty-five-ish years. Huge college football rivalry between Harvard and Yale, right? It, you know, within the you know within the boundaries of who the you know what their programs are, right? But a huge rivalry, games being played at Harvard, and the Harvard pep team distributes 
the cardboard signs that everybody hold, every, every distributes cardboard signs to everybody on one side of the stadium so they can all lift the sign up at the same time in support of the Harvard team, the home team. So you know what I'm talking about, where the fans will all lift up a sign and then it spells something out. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. The catch is there is no Harvard spirit team. It was a bunch of Yale kids who handed out these signs in such a fashion and then got the Harvard fans to lift up the signs so that it spelled out, we suck. <laughs> On their own field, their own fans holding signs that say, we suck, and it worked. That is a good one right there. Check your phone. I just sent you uh, the link to the Derek Bell uh, prank. Here's a 23-second audio clip of it. Oh. <laughs> you looking at it now? Yes. Section 123, <laughs> row 6. <laughs> Look at Derek Bell's face. <laughs> uh, good shit. Okay, all right. Uh, moving That's right along. fantastic. Moving right along real quick. Uh, Bailey Zappi is a dead ringer for Mac Jones. Somebody said he looked Bailey Zappi looks like the guy who's tasked to play Mac Jones in a Netflix movie of the week about Mac Jones. See <laughs> see if you can see that. I swear to God it's a great I have analogy. Seen it. and okay. I you could I'm looking at it going it is the same guy, right? I mean there's right. no way this is not the same human being. Yeah. Generic it is, generic it's uncanny. Generic preppy athlete white guy. Number four yes. on the old catalog. Uh, Loretta Lynn has died at 90 years old. Coal miner's daughter, icon in the country music industry. Any thoughts? Not, not, it's not my genre, not my, you know, not my thing. For not Loretta your monkey, Lynn. not your circus, as they say in Poland. No. Okay. No, obviously right. an amazing, amazing career, iconic, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Lohan has a Netflix holiday movie coming out this holiday season called Falling for Christmas. Your thoughts? Lilo. Is she falling into a plate of Coke? <laughs> See, that's the thing. These holiday movies, which Hallmark Channel has perfected, the lead female has to be the most doe-eyed and warms <laughs> your heart. Good person, right? She's a good person who has had her exterior crusted over by New York City and her high-profile yes. lawyer job. Right, but <laughs> underneath there's this person you're rooting for. Nobody roots for this cocor, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> Worst Christmas movie ever. Uh, Saquon Barkley apparently, with 84 fantasy points through four weeks, is the number one running back in fantasy. And I saw a stat that said it's the lowest total points through four weeks for a king RB one in many many years. Fill me in. Yes. So basically, every first round running back. Sucks. I mean, it's it's all bad. If you took a running back in the top of your fantasy draft, you are struggling right now, and they've all been bad. Is the is the short version of this? So this is Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Derek Henry, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, and between those guys, you've get you've had a couple. You know, a good game here, a good game there. Eckler had a three touchdown game last week, but it was just, he hadn't scored prior to that. The, but by and large, we've never seen a year where the sure thing running backs have been less of a sure thing than the, than this season has been. 
Meanwhile, people were passing on Cooper Cup. They were passing on yeah. Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs, Don't do that. Josh Allen, Travis Kelsey, you know, because they had to get their running back yeah. safe. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll end on this. Did you see the viral video of the chimp paying for pizza in Russia? I did. Unbelievable. Oh, how do you train your chimp to answer the door, give the money, take the pizza? And I, I thought I thought that Russian pizza delivery guy handled it a lot better than I would. Because <laughs> he opened the door. He's like, what is this? A chimpanzee about three foot eight inches tall, but it wearing human clothes, yes. standing very calm and still upright on its two yes. feet uh, with yes. money in hand, hands the money over takes the pizza and then goes back into the apartment closes the door doesn't fling any poo doesn't try to bite his face off <laughs> right <laughs> very well behaved chimp yes Would- that's an extremely well trained chimp right there by the way they've got the muscle the chimp has got the muscle of like i don't know 10 guys they could they can rip you limb from limb I know. literally i know they're dangerous animals and they're they extremely are. smart they're the closest thing to us on the primate scale, but here's the exit question, Charge. If you could have a chimp that was your best buddy and wingman and rode around <laughs> with you all the time, would you do it? Hell no, I'm not cleaning his diaper. My <laughs> wingman does not wear a diaper, Zay. Okay, with that, you know, that's it. And with that <laughs> we'll say that's a wrap for today. Charge, as always, my friend, guillotine leagues are great. I just got knocked out of our whiskey league. Yeah, Had I'm a sorry total turd week. I probably shouldn't have been carrying Old El Beckham Jr. all this time. But honestly, there's nobody better than the guys I had. Javante Williams went down with a knee injury. He was one of my big yeah. running backs. It that just hurt. was not my week, so I'm out. But you can get back in, and you can play public fantasy leagues at guillotine yeah. leagues mid-season, right? That is correct. We're still creating new leagues. Now it's leagues of 14 because for, uh, we have 14 weeks left in the season. So, yeah, you can find some friends, join a private league, or play against strangers for the prize level of your choosing. We have new drafts virtually every day. Guillotine leagues, All right, very good. Charge, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Thank you, my friend. Right. Bye-bye. Such a hoser. There's no way I'll ever do another record with you, hoser. Okay, that's fine. I'll do a...